Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Secondhand Sports. Football is back, and so are we. Um, I just wanted to do a little intro uh, before the the main intro to prepare the listeners <laughs> for this episode. Matt and I are doing a just just a the context of the episode. We're doing a preview for LSU uh, and Florida State. Just uh, disclaimer for the context, I guess. We're still rusty for this episode. We're still kind of getting into the flow of things. It's been a long time since we've recorded, obviously, and I think that comes out early, but it smooths out over the end. You know, we kind of find our rhythm as we normally do. It's a muscle. I've, I've said it before on the podcast. It's a muscle that you have to flex, and we're still kind of working things out. <laughs> so um, early on, we kind of um, struggled to get that, that rhythm going, but we find it towards the end and I think I just want to warn people because some of our frustration comes out so just wanted to let y'all know that but also um, last week I felt like when we had Michael on um, we did a very good preview for Florida State last week too we went over each of the positions and kind of what to look out for this episode I, I wanted to focus on Florida State just because um, we've talked so much about LSU last year and this year. It's like we kind of know who's coming to the ball game, um, and so I, I kind of tried to skew more towards a an FSU preview, just so you're like, oh, I remember secondhand sports talking about this guy when they're out playing on the field. But you know, we've talked at length about how good this LSU football is going to LSU football team is going to be. We're nationally ranked. At this point, you know, it's preseason, but everybody's betting on us right now. And so that's why I kind of wanted to provide a little bit of balance. So, uh, yeah, other than that, it was a great episode. We, we were finally starting to get a rhythm here. And um, hopefully we'll be able to do these once a week for you guys. And we surely hope you enjoy. Whoosh. We're back, Matthew. We are back in business yep (laughs) football i didn't know when it was gonna end football is back we are currently watching the florida and utah game i think this is really like yeah the navy uh notre dame notre dame game was cool and fun and all they're playing over there in ireland but i feel like now now that we have consistent and like actual real games i feel like college football is finally back officially um huge weekend obviously um, in general for college football, but on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the LSU Tigers versus the Florida State Seminoles. Um, definitely the marquee game of the week. I think most people were like, you know, this is a lot of teams like Alabama's playing Middle Tennessee. Like a lot of teams don't play um, their best games in the first week of the season, but I feel like. When you're looking at this game and you look at the history of these two teams, what they did last year, like we might be looking at, we might be looking back at this game in December, thinking this is these are the two best teams in the ACC and in the SEC. These are the two best teams that they played each other in September. So right, very excited for this game. Obviously, yeah, it's 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 a huge game. With uh, huge implications, you know, both yeah. like you said, both teams 
top top ten ranked teams. Um, both guys, both teams have their starting quarterback coming back. They have both their offense and defensive coordinator coming back, and their head coaches are coming back. So, you know, I think I mean this is in my mind this is the biggest game of the year for LSU. Yeah. You know, oh, it, I, I never would have. I never would have guessed that the first game would be more important than the Alabama game. But yeah, I mean, Florida State, LSU has, and I think we're getting a little too close to this. But I think LSU has to win this game. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I just think that because of the implications, of everything start off strong. LSU right now, you know, obviously last year was not a good game. Last year, you know, we lost. But the people that were holding us back in that game was Brian Polian and uh, Harold Perkins not playing. So now you have Harold Perkins. You no longer have Brian Polian. You have Bob Diaco coaching special teams. And you're playing at Florida this time. You're, you're playing in Florida, FSU territory in Orlando. There's going to be a lot. There's probably going to be more FSU fans in that game. Yeah. So the crowd noise will be a big factor. Um. So, I mean, I just think LSU – has to have revenge. It has revenge on their mind. Yeah, oh yeah. It's all and about revenge. We talked about it last week too. How um, this and I, I think I harped on it last year also. But like this team is a lot more experienced. Our this LSU team is a lot more experienced working together compared to what we had last year. Yeah, and so I think that's going to be huge as far as like the balance of the offense working together and meshing together and once again we talked about this last week so I feel like I'm repeating myself but yeah um now that we've had a full off season to work together and and implement all the scheming and all that good stuff um I feel like that's going to be a major factor and we might end up just like it might end up being where like the SEC is a better conference than the ACC in general right so yeah. it might be a, a situation where LSU goes in and spanks them but I do think this is the best ACC team, either them between them and Clemson, um, and so I think it's a good matchup. Like I think um, I don't think it's the I, the most important game this season. Matthew is going to be the national championship game, which will be right. in, but which will <laughs> and be the, in and the Alabama game. Those will be the most important games for LSU this season. Is Alabama and then whoever we play in the national championship. But as far as setting the tone for the season, because it's like we have Grambling next week. Yeah. That's not going to be – we're not going to be getting up for that game. But um, to start the season off with such a – I mean, it's weird, but we already kind of have a rivalry rivalry with them the way the game ended last year. Um, And there's been – I don't know if there's been shots fired, but Brian Kelly said something like we're – we're the ones that settle the scores or something like that. Do you remember uh-huh. what do you remember what the exact I can't remember what the exact line was, but he was like, We settle it, basically. And so, um, yeah, I think that's gonna be it's gonna be big. There's definitely um emotions tied into it. Whereas last year it was like, Okay, let's see what we can get out of Brian Kelly, you know, one yeah. like, you know, one half of a off season with Brian Kelly. Oh, oh. that was almost picked off. Touchdown, yeah, touchdown Utah. Utah. That's touchdown. Utah. Touchdown Utes. Utah strikes first. I think that was the first play of the game right there. Yeah. This Ooh. is a big this is a big game for the SEC too, because it's like well, what is what has Florida done over the offseason to yeah. uh, improve? 
they have a Money I mean they, parks. they they got a top three recruiting class right now. Yeah. So I mean they they Billy Napier has done a whole lot at Florida just this off season. Now they just gave a big touchdown, but you know recruiting had to be bit. It's over. I, it's yeah. over for them. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, re- recruiting had to be huge uh, for Florida under Billy Napier. So and they they've done a hell of a job at that. Now it's you know. So we'll just we'll just see what happens. I mean, right now yeah. it doesn't look good for Florida, but this game just started. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a, a general overview of the LSU game. Um I think uh what what I have noted is kind of like the things to look out for for them, because we've talked at length about LSU and Will Campbell get number seven? Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, the other we, thing yeah. Is we didn't even. Uh, yeah, Will Campbell is getting number seven, and then who's getting a uh, eighteen? Uh, Makai Wingo. Right. So um, that was from last week. We talked about that. So here's um, just a few key players, I guess, on the Florida State side. If you're wondering who to look out for, because. Um, we know everybody on LSU yeah. at this point. Although, I mean, I will say, listening to podcast, like just in general, uh, like college football podcasts right now are all hyping up LSU so much. Like they're saying that Alabama doesn't know what it's doing. Like they're kind of their quarterback situation is in disarray. So LSU is going to be, but but LSU is going to be the one to come out of the West. So. But Alabama's like overall still has an extremely talented team. They, know, they've had yeah. they've had back to back number. Uh, they've had back to back top recruiting classes. I mean, they, they got, you know, they have depth. They have depth. Right. That's that's something that I think LSU has done in just in one season under Brian Kelly. They're starting to bulk up at positions. They're starting to have talent at every single position on the field, not just one or not just six or seven positions. They yeah. at every single position. Right. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I'll uh just go through the the players, and people might already know this, but um Jordan Travis, obviously coming back from last year, and this was their their offense. Jordan Travis is their quarterback. Um, their offense was a top ten offense at the end of the season last year. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's like because the ACC was weak, or you know certain things like everybody was saying Clemson was had a terrible season but they had 10 wins so I don't you know well they didn't make the playoff right right but still it's like a 10 win season to me is uh huge look at this guy and he's got an oxygen tank going yeah and um yeah so Jordan Travis is obviously the quarterback he's coming back um and that's big for for them as far as setting getting some consistency going um, their receiver, I think, was he the Keon Coleman guy? He's a transfer, Matthew, or is he a? Where did he come from? So Keon Coleman is actually from Louisiana. Keon Coleman was a four-star recruit out of Opelousas uh, Catholic, who committed to Michigan State. Uh, I think he played pretty. I'm gonna pull up his stats right here. Actually, I didn't have that ready. I don't know why I didn't have that. <laughs> so Keon Coleman last year from Michigan State, um, he had 58 receptions for 798 yards. And uh, seven touchdowns. And uh, I know LSU was actually really big trying to get him to come, to uh, trying to get him uh, to come. But at the same time, well, I mean, I don't think they were actually really big because nice. right right now, wide receiver for LSU is loaded. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, 
it's it's I think it's the best room we've seen since Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Well, I mean, just 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 as a room overall, it's I think it's the best group of receivers I've ever seen at LSU. You talk you talk about guys like uh, you know Malik Neighbors, uh, Brian Thomas Jr., who I think is going to be a breakout player this year. He's a tall guy. He's a guy who just tosses it up. He'll catch it. Um, and then you got like Kyron Lacey, you got Aaron Anderson, and you got Sheldon Sampson, the freshman, five star, Baton Rouge, uh, Catholic High. You got Jalen Brown, number one wide receiver in Miami uh, last year, number one wide receiver in the state of Florida. And then you had uh, Kyle Parker, who was a three star, but he became a four star. So, you know, he, I think I think right now receiving uh, receiving the receiving position is huge for LSU. But yeah, but going going back to Keon Coleman, so Keon <laughs> Coleman transfers to Florida State. And uh, you know he's a guy. Looks like he's probably going to start right away. Ooh, ran into his own guy. Yeah, he he got up and he fell down. Yeah, and hopefully we don't have another bad injury. Oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, walking it off. Kareem Reed. Kareem Reed. So anyway, Keon Coleman. Oh, I thought he. Oh shit. Man, we need we need to get the salt. We need to bring the salts back. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. we got to bring the salts back. Yeah. I'm, we're distracted by football. That's the thing, too. It's like this is the first football game I've watched. I didn't watch anything last weekend, so it's like, oh, yeah. it's I, back. I, I turned on the Notre Dame. I watched the Notre Dame game at a uh, friend's house. Yeah. And they're, they're already up 21-0. Exactly. Week zero always sucks. I, I, I will tell you this, though. That Sam Hartman kid from Notre Dame can play. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's a lot better than we thought, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's okay. It's not like we have to – do we? I don't think we have them on our schedule or anything. So no, we don't. It'll be all right. So, Keon Coleman. Going back to him. Yeah. So Keon Coleman's probably going to be. I think he's a. You know, he's a guy that's probably going to start for Florida State this year. One thing I didn't realize too was, um, I didn't realize they had a top ten offense last year. I knew their yeah. defense was good, and we'll talk about the defensive line because that's. I think probably their. They had an incredible defensive line last season and so I think um, we'll talk about that Johnny Wilson is also a wide receiver tight end combo hybrid kind of uh, deal for Florida State he's going to be one to to look out for and then Trey Benson their running back is one of the best running backs in the country yeah and um, so yeah um, offense is high power did not realize and I guess I mean it's all kind of when you hear that it's like it all kind of makes sense that this is one of the uh, going to be one of the most watched games of the weekend for sure. Right. But, um, we can talk about their defense now. Jared Verse. Jared Verse. He is the big defensive end that Will Campbell will face or Campbell, however you pronounce it. Campbell. Campbell will face. Um, I think he talked about it today. Matthew, did you watch that interview with? Uh, I I did uh so Will Campbell said uh Jared Verse number five uh was one of the that was the first play it was when Jay Daniels had that scramble against yeah. Florida State last year and I think he just uh, absolutely rocked uh Will Campbell and Will Campbell said you know that that's my uh, welcome to the welcome to college football moment right there Sorry. and I th- but but honestly Campbell the whole entire the rest of the way held his own and played pretty well in that game yeah oh yeah. Yeah, and I think that's and we once again I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it's like a testament to the whole uh the whole offense that we've had in right. the season together. So Yeah, yeah, but I think Florida State's uh, front seven, uh, you know, that's that's a huge test 
this is the, the test for – I mean, I'm so glad we had this matchup first because it's a test for offensive line. You know, LSU's offensive line has gone a lot – you know, it was trying to – last year, Brian Kelly, he didn't even know who the, the five guys that were going to start. They weren't sure who to start. Right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being now, like, what in the world? Now you probably got – you got five offensive line, five starters, and you're eight to nine guys deep. Yeah. You got, you know, a lot of – you got quality backups that can come in and, you know, play. Play good football and – so I think I think for there's gonna be a couple I think there'll be a different couple of rotations. Um, that's one thing I'm gonna pay attention to um, on Sunday, the rotation, the offensive line. Okay, go ahead. So Florida State last year going into this game, they had back to back seasons where you know Mike Norvell they they weren't sure if Mike Norvell was the guy. It seemed like you know he was I think he had one of the hottest seats last year going into the LSU game, and you had to win that game, you know, to prove something, and ultimately. That's exactly have, what Florida did last year. Have, uh, yeah, it might have been the only time they could have beaten us too. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 look, I mean, despite despite all the issues LSU made that had in that game, they were in that game, and you know, to me, a win's a win. And Florida State, you know, huge win, huge huge win for them. I think they win one like six straight or four straight games, and then there was a there was a part where they lost they lost to Wake Forest and they lost three games in a row. I forgot about so it. Wake they, Forest last year was like really good, huh? Yeah, they, yeah, they had Sam Harbin. Yeah, yeah, but they they had a they had three losses in a row, and everybody was saying, okay, Florida State's a bad team, and they went they went on to win like six straight games. Yeah, won their bowl game, and you know, I think that you know, but like like you said, Berg earlier, this to me the you know whoever wins this game it will set the tone for the rest of the season. I th- yeah. and that's why I I think that LSU has to win this. They have to win this game. Yeah, you cannot lose this game. Um, it, it's we, a must-win because I mean, look, LSU has had three straight opening games losing, really? and oh, they they, yeah, they have they have not won a, they have not won a season opener since 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. So <laughs> you know that has to change this. It has to change this week, and it has to. Yeah, yeah, and um, talking about setting the tone it's like our schedule is really tough when you like zoom out and look at it we have arkansas we always play them close yeah we kind of went over it last weekend too but miss old miss year what three with uh lane kiffin that's gonna be huge you know like that's they're they're gonna be usually year three is when the coach has all the players that he wanted to get you yeah know what i mean it's it's not playing with residual guys uh, Missouri, uh, I've been hearing people like we talked about last week. They almost beat Georgia. They're playing Auburn, too. Yeah, Auburn might be good, and then of course Alabama. Um, so it's not going to be a an easy schedule. Um, and so, like you said, as far as setting the tone, I think that's going to be huge for for both these teams. Like you said, I mean, because I mean, like, if if Florida State has has the chance to take the ACC, then this is where they start doing it, saying, "Hey, we're beating guys in the best." Like the SEC nationally is known as the best conference, and so if they beat us, and they're like, "Hey, we beat the SEC," we'll be in it next year. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and, 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 and that that's another thing too, because college football has changed just in two years. Is has become this, uh, you know, has gone, has had a just a makeover. Yeah, you know, with NIL being introduced and with you know conferences, you know, Conference dissolve with, the, with with a Pac-12 dissol- uh, dissolving, realignment, and all that stuff. I mean, with Texas, Texas, no you coming in, and the big. I mean, it, it, it's changed. So I think that Florida State. I, th- I think, 
I think that, that it's big to win it this year because it's gonna everything's gonna change next year for for every team. Right. So yeah, scheduling is gonna change. You're gonna have a 12 team playoff. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I, I think that LSU or Florida State. I mean, whoever wins it is on. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And it's gonna be us. So we'll see. Yeah. Forget. <laughs> so what about our injuries, Matthew? So uh, Brian Kelly uh, stated today on Thursday that Armani Goodwin is going to be out. Dang, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so Armani, Armani Goodwin's out. Josh Williams is going to be probable, and uh, Kimo uh, uh, Gar- back up to Garen Dellinger on the offensive line. Kimo Maca McCainioli. He's from Niceville, Florida. He's from <laughs> not not Hawaii, Niceville, Florida. Yeah, uh, he'll be probable too. He has some sort of like foot contusion or something, bro. You can elaborate on that and tell yeah. us about since you're about to be a nurse. Right, exactly. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so obviously Armani's not going to play. And Josh Williams, you know, I think, I think you know, it's probable right now. But I'm not as concerned. And then, oh, and then uh, John Emery will be out. Oh wow! So it, it, it's 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 nothing like it's nothing bad or anything. I think he just he had some personal I, matter. I wonder if they're resting just because this isn't like conference play. You know? Yeah. Well, I well, don't Brian, know though. I feel like this team really wants to beat Florida State. So, but 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 also the, you got to think about this at running back. LSU has eight guys. They're right. eight guys, eight guys deep. Yeah. And that's a huge luxury to have. So, I mean, yeah, you you know, Josh Williams and Armani are not going may not. Josh may not play. Armani's not going to play. But you got you got Noah. I expect Noah Kane's going to get the start at that position. Yeah. Um, and then you got then you got uh, Logan Diggs and Notre Dame transfer. You have uh, so I mean yeah, but but you, you, so you'll have you know Noah Kane will probably start. You got Logan Diggs the transfer from Notre Dame. You got the two freshmen uh, Caleb Jackson and Trey Holly, who would be oh my like, goodness fumble fumble who it would be you know. It'd be huge to see them. I think we'll probably end up seeing Jackson play. Uh, you could uh, Trey Bradford, uh, who could you know get an opportunity. I mean, I think every running back may get to yeah, play in this game, might, so we'll, we'll see. Right. Pro- actually, that uh, running back for Florida, Montreal Johnson, that dude is a tank. Oh, it looked like he might have been down before he fumbled that. I think ball. he was down. Yeah, yeah, they ruled it down. Speaking of Florida, who we're watching right now. Matt and I were talking about earlier about how Graham Mertz is wearing 15. Yeah. How How is 15 not retired for Florida? We just watched a whole documentary. Well, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to watch it. America watched a whole documentary about how great Tim Tebow was. How great how uh, and, great Urban Meyer is as a coach. Yeah. The, the, the best thing about that documentary was him uh, saying that Death Valley is one of the toughest places I ever played, which yeah. no shit. That's, that's yeah. obvious. I feel like but, that... Thanks for the shout out. Right, I feel like between that one and then Johnny, the Johnny Manziel documentary, I didn't watch that one either. But didn't that like completely skip over? Oh yeah, uh, the LSU games where he got smacked around. Like, oh yeah, I feel like both of those documentaries back to back were just like, yeah, LSU is still the best. These guys, these guys are great. But I mean, honestly, that 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 Florida documentary. I mean, if you're gonna talk about how good of a coach Ramar, how you know night how you know, non-controversial he was. Oh, yeah. Then talk about 2019. Let's, let's make a document, documentary about 2019 LSU. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that should be the next one made. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That whole, well, we can go into it later, I guess, but that was just propaganda to get 
Urban Meyer another job, I think. But well, it was it was to clean up the PR mess that he had. <laughs> right, exactly. And what's crazy is it. Some people on Twitter were showing that he was recording his interviews in Jacksonville when that, like, he's in Jacksonville during some of those interviews. So huh. that's crazy. But um, but anyway, so yeah, um, very talented in the running back room, huh, Matthew. Very LSU. extremely talented. Yeah. So I'm excited for the game. Um, I think this is a very short uh, overview compared to our normal yeah hour long episodes. But I feel like we don't have very much to talk about, and that's a problem. Like when you're getting this close, it's like we need we just needed to get here to have something to talk about. So yeah, I apologize to the listeners because. Yeah, we, we last apologize. Week, last week we did a full breakdown of every single position, so that might be a good, a better FSU preview or a season preview. But um, yeah, I'm pumped for the game, and it's going to be a good time. Exciting matchup. Just I'm just glad that college football is back. Yeah, I'm glad that you know. I think I didn't say this last week, but we've had no off season drama. Oh yeah, that's no, true. No off season drama. I mean, with, other with Mason Smith. Yeah. But uh which it would to they, me would, to me it sucks that he can't play. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the you know, the NCAA is a bunch of crooks and for, you know, him not to get to play that game. But, you know, it's I'm more comfortable like I and I said this last week, I'm more comfortable because of the amount of depth we have in that position now. Right. Like last year when Mason Smith went down, Jaqueline Roy and uh Makai Wingo were playing about ninety percent of the snaps. Ninety percent of the game. And they had one backup in Jacoby and Guillory. Yeah. Now they got four or five guys. Yeah. Backing uh both guys up, so that's huge. Yeah. That's massive. That's gonna be adding more depth, you know, that'll be good to limit injuries. And like you said, not like no off off the field stuff. Like we don't have Coach O pictures with <laughs> random girls and Fight, little, like yeah fighting fighting people. fighting coaches in the locker room yeah threatening to kill people yeah um I mean Eric, thank goodness f- we don't have Eric Gilbert too that's another thing too oh man. yeah uh, I, I I I just I feel I feel really bad I mean look we all saw the video of Eric Gilbert um I, I think he's addicted to you know. I mean, whether he's addicted uh, or not, but substances, substances, but uh, you know, just I think it's just a really, really sad situation. You know, he was dude. Eric Gilbert was the number one tight end recruit going into LSU twenty uh, in twenty twenty. I mean, he was he's a he was a phenom. He's you know he's a guy that you know should be in the NFL right now, and you know sadly it just hasn't worked out as a player. But look, he went to Georgia. He won two national championships. That's true. Without even never touching the football, so that's yeah, that's yeah. that's mind blowing to me. But uh, you know, hopefully he gets the best. Maybe, maybe football isn't the way to go right now. Maybe, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll get maybe he'll get another shot again. Go play at a FCS school or you know yeah, small school because I mean yeah, I mean if like yeah yeah Cam Newton stealing laptops and then which was not mentioned in the Florida documentary right exactly yeah that's why it came to mind like there's been worse things so yeah um yeah so yeah very good just to go back to your point matthew very good that we didn't have any off off the field the the craziest thing with brian kelly this offseason was that he got a divorce but then and within an hour of that thing dropping 
he was like, I didn't get a divorce with yeah. my wife. Like here she is. There, there was are. the uh, there was the Malik neighbors uh, gun uh, stealing a gun or yeah. having a, getting arrested with a gun in New Orleans, which I yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah, you, oh, need, yeah. To, you need to be rocked, strapped. locked and loaded, strapped, ready to go yeah. over there. Anything could happen on Mardi Gras in New Orleans. That, that kind of disappeared, huh? I guess it. Well, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think it was. I mean, he he got arrested for having it on him. Uh, he I never used you. it or he anything. So it. yeah, it wasn't like uh, John Morant or anything with the. Oh yeah, Thule, Thule's. Alrighty, well, that about does it for LSU. Um, I don't know. The Saints aren't playing for another couple weeks, so uh, we'll have a Saints preview definitely next week as that starts to ramp up. I'm pumped to talk about the Saints just because of uh, Derek Carr. You know, we have a new new quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas playing together again. That's going to be good. Chris Olave, and um, we're going to have a hot offense, I think. Um but we'll do a, a more in-depth preview. They play the Titans on Sunday, September 10th, before 9-11. Oof. For that one. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Anything else, Matthew? I, I'm I'm pumped. What games are you going to be watching this weekend, Matthew? Arkansas, not Arkansas, uh, Alabama and Texas playing each other. That's a big game. Well, that's week two. Okay, never mind. Uh, week no, so- so yeah, right now. Oh, that's right, because Alabama plays Middle Tennessee. I forgot about that. Uh, Florida, Utah, and then uh, Nebraska and Minnesota play tonight. Uh, Saturday, one one game I'm looking forward to is TCU and Colorado. Uh, just the fact that you know Dion and a bunch of transfers are coming to Colorado. Yeah. And uh, you know TCU, you know coming off a national t- championship, I think there's been a lot of offseason beef between both teams. Yeah, you know, Dion. I think Dion claimed the other day that they asked him if he's a, you know, he's not, he's no longer a Florida State alum. He said he's an HBCU alum. That's where, he, that's where he came from. Yeah. So uh, honestly, great. That's a great shot at Florida State. So. Yeah, TCU. I just feel like they caught lightning in a bottle last year. Yeah. And they're what the heck? There's a car in our. In that's that's Kelsey. She has groceries. Oh. Um. I feel like TCU caught lightning in a bottle last year, and it's not going to be the same yeah. at all. They well, lost their quarterback. I mean, it's well, they got they got Jack Bush. Yeah, they got they, they they really they hit it hard in the portal last year. I mean, going into this season, they got a uh, JoJo Earl, who used to be an LSU commit wide receiver, who committed to Alabama and transferred from Alabama. They got Trey Sanders, who was a running back at Bama. They have uh, uh, I think they took an offensive lineman from Alabama, so. You know, I think they're they're rebuilding their team through the portal because they've had a lot of losses. But uh, but that, yeah, that TCU Colorado game, I'm really excited for. Yeah, that's it'll gonna be, be a great game. It'll be very interesting to see how Deion, how Deion Sanders does. I mean, that's gonna be a team that everybody's watching unless we get to like week four and they've lost every game. But I think that's gonna be uh, a huge team to watch because it's like, well, and, and, we're, we're finally seeing Dion. I'm sorry, to cut you off. No, no, good. But we're finally seeing Dion at a establish. I'm not gonna say Colorado's an established school, but they're, they're a Division One school, they're an FBS school, right? So you know, we're gonna get to see what he did at Jackson State on a bigger picture in a bigger right. picture frame. So yeah, and I, I, it's just it's just the nature of the business. Like I was talking about, how Ole Miss has had Lane Kiffin for a few years now. 
Yeah. It's going to take a while for Colorado to be good, I feel like, because it takes time for coaches to build a program. Dion obviously has – he's trying to – expedite that process and he's been very vocal about it because yeah. he's like we're bringing in 60 transfer guys we're like you, they, you we're using the portal to the best of our ability uh-huh. with this where if you're not on prime time then get the hell out basically you know cutting all these guys that or making them leave i guess <laughs> a bunch of guys let and guys leave teams when head coaches are leaving well, now but. they now they leave teams because of the transfer portal yeah. in nil and i think yeah i think i think colorado had like 40 or so players quit after the spring game yeah so, so it'll take time to rebuild but i think um it's just interesting because of the way he's going about it and how vocal he is he's yeah. not a typical college football coach where they're reserved and trying to keep everything you know close to the vest he's very he wears his heart on his sleeve and so um, I think that's what makes it so interesting. Tennessee and Virginia playing each other. That could be interesting. I think uh, Virginia probably sucked last year. Yeah. Though. <laughs> uh, North uh, – yeah, well, actually, Virginia, I think they only won like two games last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be a good game. Tennessee's yeah. going to be a fun team to watch. Tennessee's going to be a really – I think yeah. – I think. I mean, honestly, everyone's looking at Georgia. I'm looking at Tennessee. Yeah, oh, yeah. All because of Joe Milton. Yeah. Milton Mania. And I think, too, Tennessee is fun to watch because, one, we don't have to play them every year. Yeah. Uh, so that's it's fun to see them be successful. It's just fresh, you know, that the their orange colors, the checkered stuff, their stadium is awesome. It's like it's college football is more fun when there's more teams that are good like that. And yeah. they were um, a blast to watch. Their head coach is fun. What, what's that guy's name? Josh Heupel. Yeah, Josh Heupel. Um, he's fun to to listen to and watch. He's a, a, a he just makes college football more fun. And so um, I yeah. like those guys. Well, one thing I just have to say is I'm actually glad. I, I love it. Like, like even when like I love it when teams of the past. Like Florida State, yeah, and or start Florida State, USC, Miami, Miami, Miami's well, good. Yeah, uh, I think I think Chris will get there, and Tennessee. I'm I'm glad that they're back in college football, and like yeah. like we we I don't think we we really got into this about Florida State, but you know Florida State's history is, you know, they started football like in 1947, I think, and you know uh, Bobby Bowden came in, legendary coach, RIP. Uh, you know, came in 1977. He came to Florida State um, to take over, you know, to just be close to his family. He went to Alabama, and, uh, you know, he, he wanted to take the LSU job at some point in his career, but he decided, you know, I'm going to stay in Tallahassee from like for like 13 years. You got to think about this. For 13 years, from 1987 to 2000, Florida State finished in the top five every single season. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's uh, that is nuts. Yeah, that's I mean, like Nick Saban level of success right there. I mean, Flo- a, a like pre playoff era. You know what I mean? Right. And, and and Florida State, like I mean, they had. I mean, they just had. You know, go up to Dion. Even though Dion doesn't claim he goes there anymore, he played yeah. there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Peter Warwick, Charlie Ward, uh. Uh, Warwick but, Dunn, yeah, Warwick yeah, Dunn. The names they, go they, on they, and they on. had a uh, they had a running back, uh, Travis Miner. Travis Miner was a running back at Catholic High in the nineties. He was like on a really good Catholic High team in ninety five, and then he went to Florida State. And 
I think in those four years he played in for the four years he played there, every year they went every year they were there they had a chance to win the national championship. Dang. He played in two straight t- like two straight titles in the BCS era. And then Florida State had a chance to win the national championship in like '96 and in '97. So, yeah, like history-wise, like I'm glad that Florida State's back. But you know, LSU, yeah, they just don't need to be back for one week. Yeah, if they could just not be back for one week, then exactly, we're gonna be exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing, I don't even know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but we talked about it earlier. How uh last year we were florida state's second game and then this year it's still like this is week one for both teams i think that's going to be huge yeah it goes without saying kind of right um alabama middle tennessee that's going to be a huge huge implications there for that uh game unc south carolina that's, that's a big that's a big game right that's there that's fun that's a good game yeah north carolina has drake mays the quarterback and yeah. you know, south south carolina uh, surprised a lot of people last year. Yeah, beat Tennessee. They beat Florida. They, they beat Clemson. I forgot about that. They beat How Clemson. Did they beat Tennessee. Was that uh, that was after their? Oh no, they, they, they didn't. Hurt. Yeah, and then they just smoked them at the end of the game. I think they beat them. It yeah. was, the score was like sixty to. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, my fiance Kelsey yeah. Trahan just oh, walked yeah. in the room. Yeah, doing birthday celebrate birthday S- decorations. Happy birthday, Miss Penny, Kelsey's mother. Yeah. Her address is something. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tennessee South Carolina game last year. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, and um, in South Carolina. I mean, dude, the East like last year just yeah, exploded crazy. out of nowhere. I mean, you, you had Georgia. You know, Georgia's Georgia. Tennessee just comes out of nowhere. Uh, South Carolina. Same thing can come out of nowhere. Kentucky, like Kentucky Florida, was, Florida always plays everybody tough. You know they're always a good team. Yeah, but the, dude, they got a Florida's got an incredibly hard schedule this year. Oh, they really? they play, you know, they're playing Utah now. Next week, they host our alma mater, the McNeese State Cowboys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, wow. So they they had that game next week, <laughs> and then they and then they go. And then they play Tennessee at home. Golly, McNeese, and then Tennessee. Jeez. Yeah, Ma- McNeese. McNeese got a good team this year. Air raid yeah. offense. Coach, Coach Goff. Coach Goff. We need oh, to get yeah. him on the pod. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Then we'll see. And then they they have to play us too. Which is does do they play Georgia this year? Florida. Yeah. Yeah, they're rivals. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, they play them every year in Jacksonville. Yeah, the oh, the, no. the world's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. What was it last year that was like this? Neat, was it Georgia and Tennessee? I think. Yeah, they barely play each other, and that was the no, one. no. The, every East team plays each other. Okay, they always play each other. Yeah. Every West team played, but now we we haven't played Georgia. What's the what am I think? Oh, maybe it was Florida and Tennessee. Oh no, yeah, Florida and Tennessee are rivals too. Yeah, yeah, all but the they East. barely play each other, right? No, they play each other every year what am i i'm thinking of something where it was like this never happens i guess i guess maybe it was because tennessee was just good last year and that's why everybody was like man it's great when tennessee is good at football because they've been oh Oh, another fumble florida needs to work on their ball security that dude just got lit up graham quarterback yeah mertz or tim tebow why does rice play texas rice and texas are playing rice and texas uh 
Dude, Texas and Alabama, that is huge. That's that is a lot bigger this year now. Oh yeah. And and, and look and, and honestly, like I hate we hate Texas, but Texas has made a lot of moves. Oh, brother. The, the fact that the, the, the fact what I'm scared about is now is that Texas since they're going to be in Oklahoma, since they're in the SEC, they can use that to help recruit. Exactly. And exactly te- I mean, I'm... that just goes with the, all the money Texas has, too. You know, tomorrow, uh, the number one player in the state of Louisiana, Dominic McKinley, is uh, will be committing tomorrow. He had LSU as, as one of his top choices, but I don't think he's going to. It's not going. It's not going to be LSU. Uh, so, sorry to. Uh, we're going to find out today dang. what's going to happen. Oh, uh, well, I think it, line, Jim. Yeah, I think it's between Texas to Texas A and M and. You know that's that's hard, man. That's that's hard that both of those schools are now in the SEC competing with us to get Louisiana guys. Right. So that, that that's a tough thing. It's yeah. tough, and but I mean, you know, I think what's interesting about that whole dynamic is people that wanted to like kids that wanted to play in the SEC that would have picked Texas A and M are now going to pick Texas. Yeah. Because one, they have the money. They've already they've Wait, been, A&M has money too. But. Right, but they Texas has been set up for NIL for yeah. years. <laughs> like now they're just like, yeah, this is what we've always been doing, so we're just going to keep doing this. And um like you said, I mean, I'm I agree. I'm I am scared of them as well. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to be really good. Um Quinn Ewers, I think he's back, right? He's he's, he's going to be big. Um and he, if he is not hurt last year, I think they beat Alabama. I think yeah. they surprised a lot of people. Their season kind of, you know, got out of control towards the end, and that happens. I mean, Tennessee, it happened to Tennessee too. Yeah, but um, it happened to us because we lost to freaking Texas A and M. But I mean, dude, Texas. Wait, what? I was gonna say it. Like it could even happen. I was just saying it happened to us too. Yeah, what were you say? But I mean, Texas. I mean, in like. They they have a legitimate chance. I mean, like like if they're healthy, they could they could finish. I mean, they could finish it all the way and have a really good team this year. I mean, yeah. they got a chance. You know, everybody in the, they're leaving the Big Twelve, so I mean, everybody's going to play their best game in the Big Twelve right, against exactly. Texas. They're trying that right, yeah. So uh, the Alabama of the Big Twelve. So hopefully, the Big Twelve can, you know, finish it out and dethrone Texas, kick them out, or let them go on a bad note. But still, uh, yeah, Texas in the future, I'm I'm definitely really worried about uh, Oklahoma and Texas yeah. coming into the SEC. I so. feel like Oklahoma is going to be a non-threat yeah. because of uh, Lincoln Riley leaving. I mean, they'll eventually probably be good because there's a lot of money in Oklahoma. But Well, well, Venables, Brent Venables, I mean, he's a great recruiter. I mean, Oklahoma had a top five class last year. They got a top five class right now. They're – like you know, they're they're recruiting very hard, especially since you're coming to the SEC. You're starting to get more guys that want to go. They're like I'm going to go to Oklahoma. I want to play in the SEC. Yeah, that massive uh, defensive lineman for Florida that wears 21 is playing right now, and that's just funny that he's still on the team. You remember him from last year? Yeah, like ginormous guy that wears number 21. Um, yeah, so. Like I said, Texas, Alabama, that's big just because of how last year ended too. Like yeah. that that game last year was nuts, and um, I, lo- I loved it when Alabama did a uh, horns down and yeah, they had that they had that video of Nick Saban uh, going to shake uh, Steve Sarkeesian's hand. Yeah, he was like, and he's like, don't do that shit. Yeah. Um. Let's see. 
other De- games. Desmond, that offensive, uh, the defensive line from Florida. Uh, number twenty-one, Desmond Watson, six-five, four hundred and thirty-five <laughs> pounds. Jesus Christ! Where's twenty-one? Um, Ladanian Thompson is his favorite player. Other big game, Tulane in South Alabama. I don't know anything about South Alabama, but word around the street is Tulane's going to be good this year. Tulane, yeah, that's they two- were good last year. I mean, I think I, I don't know as far as like how good they could possibly be. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know how the teams that they're playing, you know how strong. Of a schedule or anything like that, but yeah. still, it's fun when Tulane's good. The green wave. Well, I saw a tweet today, uh, or an X today, or repost today. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there's still they're, tweets. They're playing South Alabama. Yeah, at South Alabama. Oh no, no, no! They're playing at Tulane. Yeah, South, on the back of South Alabama's helmets, helmets, the back it says. Home of Mardi Gras. Yeah, what in the world? Because supposedly Mobile and Mobile invented Mardi Mardi Gras yeah. was invented, I think, in Mobile or in Alabama. Stupid, goofy. Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. Thank you, Kelsey. She said Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Um. All righty. Anything else, Matt? College football. We're back. We're that's back. All, that's all I can say is we're yeah. back. We're gonna have a lot more to talk about. I know this episode was probably not the not best. not as organized at all, so yeah. we apologize for that. Yeah, but once there once games have been played, um, Iowa too is a big big team to look out for. I'm oh, excited. Kurt, to watch, I love. Wait, what? I'm excited to watch Michigan as well. What were you gonna say? Oh, I'm excited to see Iowa's offense. Kirk Ferentz, uh, you know, coming back. Coaching for no, no, uh, Brian Ferentz coming back to coach with his dad. Yeah, uh, you know, very, uh, very dynamic with his offense. Loves to run a couple formations three times in a row. Yeah, averages, you know, quarter. If you're going to be a quarterback over there, you're going to average probably about 200 yards a game passing. Yeah, 17 yeah. points, 17 points a game. So uh, uh, yeah, be great to see them. Michigan, yeah, I'm, you know, so Michigan. So I think we. I'm not sure if we covered this last week, but Michigan, but Jim Harbaugh. Is out for three games. Oh yeah, so yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah. Jim Harbaugh will be out for three games. Um, they're going to have multiple coaches on the staff be interim coaches for each game. Oh wow! And they, each know. of them have duties. His his uh, dad is his dad Jack Harbaugh is uh, no way really. His dad yeah, his dad Jack Harbaugh he won a uh, he won an FCS national championship when he was at Western Kentucky. You know who they played for that national title in two thousand and two? Who Magnese. Oh really? Yeah. What in the world? Yeah. Wow. Golly, what a small world, dude. Magnese. Wow. Well, that, that was when that was when Magnese, like from like the nineties to like early two thousands. Yeah. Magnese. Carlos McGee. Shout out to Carlos McGee from the pod. Yeah. Uh, but you know they were they were um, they were greatly ran. I think they had a couple of coaches. Uh, Tommy Bobby Keesler, Tommy Tate. Um. You know they had some pretty good coaches on their staff. Yeah, that uh, you know, got them to where they needed to be. Yeah, obviously we ha- we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, but I'm I'm feeling really confident about Magnus this year. Uh, their coach uh, Gary Goff, Mike Leach, disciple. So, yeah, uh, that they go to Gainesville on a, in week two. Yeah, uh, big game. Hopefully Florida's defense is uh, ready. Oh, well, Florida's defense has a lot of work to do. Yeah, I know. I I just want to. 
make a correction, I guess. I don't know how to how else to put this because it's kind of a dark topic. But um, I I know we talked last week about how Mississippi State was going to be good. I have flipped on that. I think they're actually going to be bad because um, their head coach now was their defensive coordinator. Zach Barnett. Yeah, and they just kind of fit him in. And it's an unfortunate situation, obviously. Mike Leach passes away, and so they just kind of find the guy that can be a head coach. And, like, why didn't they just go out and find a new head coach? Well, they, How, you, know, you, you didn't have time. I mean, well, I mean yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Just a just a unbelievable tragedy where, look, you just let's just get somebody, let's just put him in, and let's just see what he can do. Now, if, if he if he if if he does great, then awesome. But they yeah. do. Their, their starting quarterback, Will uh, Rogers, comes back this year. So I've heard, and this is, I mean, you're listening to secondhand sports. This is probably the third college football podcast you're listening to during your week. So you might have already heard about this, but I've heard that their um, offense is still the personnel to run an air raid offense, but the yeah. head coach is like completely changing the offense, like running something completely different. So, right, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Um, maybe a sp- maybe a spread off. I mean, spread offense. Yeah, just maybe not throw the ball as much. But yeah, speaking speaking of air raid, Joe Burrow is quote in a good place for week one. For um, he had that little was it a ankle. Oh, calf. Yeah, it's calf, yeah. He, like sprained his calf. And, calf or something. Yeah, but I remember, I remember we saw that video. Like last month he tore it in practice. Yeah. Just takes like three steps and like when, yeah. when he got hurt, it's like the world froze. Oh, yeah, dude. Like. Hate to see just, it. Just, just, uh, I thought it looked a lot. I thought it was a torn ACL and I was just yeah. like, man, that's going to suck. And yeah. luckily it was just a sprained calf. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's amazing. It's amazing that in his first two years, he went to the Super Bowl and – or not his first two years. His first full season. Yeah, first full season Super Bowl and then AFC Championship. Um, Oh, 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 shit, touchdown, touchdown. That dude's good. That quarterback they have, Nate Johnson. Yeah. Fast. One thing that we haven't talked about, Matthew, is our summer. We've been away for – Months uh, after season three, I guess we were in for one blip for the uh, college baseball national championship, obviously, and then. But before that, we were out for a while, so a lot has happened. You have two new uh, two nephews, two nephews, uh, two two baby yeah. uh, two uh, baby nephews. Um, my uh, fiance Kelsey, her uh, sister Taylor, and Hunter Luquette. Shout out to them. Had a little baby boy and uh, my sister, uh, Katie, and her husband Sam Scholl, Shout out to them. Had a, a little baby. Uh, had another baby boy. Nice. So uh, really, really bright days coming ahead. I'm so glad to have those little, little, you know, little precious little babies in my lives, my life, and uh, just ready to live life. Yeah, man. Maybe maybe both of them will be playing uh, college football in a couple of years. We'll see. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think Sam wants to do that, but we'll. Well, I mean, I'm not sure what they want to do. I'm gonna let them do whatever they want. So, not <laughs> yeah. not my decision, but um, <laughs> but pr- pretty excited days. Uh, I got engaged. I think I told you last week. Yeah, we talked about that. So, uh, pretty pretty exciting. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, um, work's been great. 
<laughs> it's been been really really hot in Lake, in Lake Charles for a couple of weeks. Um, weather's starting had, to cool off. Weather's starting to cool. Haven't really seen that much rain. A lot of stuff's on fire over here. So yeah, man, it's, when it's, the it's, world? Just, just, it's just crazy. It's like sulfur's had like four wildfires in yeah past week. It's crazy because like last week a hurricane hit California and then yeah. we get hit with a small wildfire, a couple of wildfires. So it's yeah. just like. I wonder what the world's coming to. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the opposite. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool yeah. deal. I don't, unfortunately, I don't have any, uh, obviously, if Gunner was here, we'd be talking about Georgia Gunner's daughter. They're at home now taking care of her. So, uh, but yeah, I don't really have any. <laughs> I knew you had a bunch of news. That's why I brought it up. Glad that the summer's over. The cool weather's. Starting coming, yeah. The yeah, it's weird that Trevor Atan is playing at uh, Florida. Florida, that's crazy. Well, Trevor, I mean, he so Trevor just like his brother Travis played at Jennings. Um, I think that's one of the first guys Billy Napier got to come to Florida. Uh, Florida, you know, the, the crazy thing about them is they they really haven't gotten that many Louisiana recruits until this year. They got like the number the uh, number one defensive back in the state of Louisiana. Four star Ward, Wardell Mack, who committed to Florida, uh, mainly because they have Corey Raymond and uh, uh, Jabbar. So they had Corey Raymond, former LSU DB coach, and uh, Jabbar Jaluk, who was a high school coach in New Orleans, had in a car, won a state championship, moved up to college football, coached at Louisiana Tech, coached at LSU as a running back coach. Ed Ogeron fired him. Well, it didn't make any sense to me in the beginning of that. Yeah. At first, I didn't understand that. But uh, he's a Louisiana guy. has a lot of Louisiana connections. So, you know, yeah. And that's, you know, Florida's got some coaches from Louisiana. Billy Napier, obviously, coached at uh, UL Lafayette or ULL, as they should be called. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not Louisiana or whatever they. Yep. They, they claim they're Louisiana, but. I mean, we're Louisiana State. LSU is yeah. Louisiana State University, so exactly. It's so weird that it's nighttime here, and it's like still early afternoon it's over like, there in Utah. Yeah. Pro, uh, Salt Lake City probably probably feels really good out there, though. Dude, the that. Utes are eating up Florida, man. Didn't they beat them last year too? No, they didn't. They have Florida. Uh, uh, Florida beat them. And it was a pretty good game. Yeah. I think after that game, everybody already made their decisions yeah. about the season. Billy Napier was the best hire of the offseason. Anthony Richardson's going to win the Heisman. Florida's just going to run the table. Georgia's got to watch out. LSU loses to Florida State. Brian Kelly sucks. You know, you know he he has a fake accident and everything. And, you know, yeah. that was the opposite. Obviously, it didn't go out that way. So, you know, it, it, it's week one of college football. And what I'm kind of tired of – and this is just weird, but it's like everybody makes a decision after week one. Like a lot of LSU, oh, and, and, yeah. and, and honestly, I think I'm giving, I think I may be offending LSU fans a little bit, or just I'm not offending LSU. I'm not gonna offend. I'm not gonna even say it. I'm not gonna say it. Screw it. Okay. I don't want I don't want two or three of our <laughs> listeners coming at us and uh, coming at me and uh, saying like, "What the? Why'd you say that?" What? Are you, let's hear, it, Matthew. What are you gonna say? Well, it's like after that Florida State game, a lot of people um, – well, I mean, I think that was just the consumption of alcohol everybody had uh-huh. talking bad about LSU. Smack. Smack. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. It was so crazy how it ended, too, with the field goal, the missed field goal and 
But that uh, was that was Brian Polian. I was about to say that was all teams, Brian Polian. Special teams were awful. Speaking of Utah, um, Pac-12 this year is going to be crazy. Like the uh, the Oregon having Bo Nix and Bo Nix is actually good all of a sudden out yeah. of nowhere. Like that's fun. Um, Washington, yeah, Washington, Washington is. They had Michael Penix coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> what, what's so funny about that? Matthew? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> USC, obviously, with Lincoln Riley. Not, yeah. No defense to be seen, but a fun offense. You know, Caleb Williams. So, uh, Pac-12 is going to be fun to watch. Or Oregon State. Oregon State had a great year last year. That, yeah. Pe- people forget, but like that, that they played in the Las Vegas Bowl against Florida. Yeah. Beat them like – I think the score was like 31-3. to Yeah. Yep. So lots of fun. I'm yeah. just like we've said. I mean, this is the probably the fifth time we'll say it, but I am so glad that it's back. Hey, because it's, it's back. To talk We're about. excited. It's back. Right. Yep. You know, it's, it's like every every off season is just so long, and you got to just wait and everything. And you know, this is I think like you know Saturday, Sunday. It's like Christmas Day, and the great thing about it is you get to live like that every Saturday. Yeah. Until Feb Saturday Sunday until February you know seventh right. until basically after Mardi Gras yeah when the Super Bowl ends and it's just like well crap now we got to well hey baseball's coming up so yeah, yeah. but yeah college basketball so yep I don't know it, like July's just like it's like slow for sports yeah dog days of summer we're, yeah we're just craving for, you know we're you know we're watching pro baseball watching it pro baseball and it's like we need football back man we need yeah. football to come back yeah. Alrighty. Anything else, Matthew? That's, that's all I got. That was a good, uh, solid. Once again, we apologize for being a little, little rusty to start off with. It's just so hard to. I think. I think part of it. I think part of it too, Matthew, is uh, we've talked about it so much off air. Yeah. That it's like, I feel like I'm saying the same things to you that I've been telling you. Hey, for, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not I me. Mean, it's not. I'm very cool just just to hear it. I mean, that's that's content that's the thing yeah we're giving yeah. out content like no yeah if, if no. we got to talk about something that happened back we got to talk about we're giving content out so right yeah and we do it for the people for the listener yeah. out there that one guy that's still listening to this that, that um, one that one guy in china <laughs> yeah yeah india all righty anything else matthew uh, that's all i got thank you all for listening once again we appreciate each and every single one of you people And we will see y'all next time. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.